A few weeks ago, as the first half of the school year was winding down, I walked into a 10th grade physics class at COSAT. The teacher, Miss Matosi, was helping her students with an electronics lab. So now, did you connect your voltmeter in parallel? The students were huddled around wires and circuit boards. But as Miss Matosi pointed out, not all of the kids were involved. A lot of them are just standing because we don't have enough of these circuit boards. How many circuit boards do you have? Only three. And we have like 30 kids. So it means 10 in each group. So that's a bit... And you find that in each group, only three will be working. The rest are just observing. And you don't really learn so much when you just observe things. One student who was just observing things was a sophomore named Sikalela. She had short hair and a big smile. She sat quietly at her desk, hands folded in her lap. She said she hadn't really participated in the lab. Yeah, I was not doing it myself. There were people doing it. I was just writing what they were, the answers they were getting. Like, I'm not really understanding it. I'm just writing their findings. Sikalela's situation reflects a growing trend at COSAT. The school was founded as an elite institution, attracting the very best students from one of the poorest parts of town. Nearly all of the students graduated, and most went on to college. The government saw this success and forced the school to expand. Its enrollment has more than doubled over the past four years. That's meant more crowded classrooms. Sikalela has been part of that expansion. This is her first year at COSAT, and she's struggling to keep up with the school's fast-paced curriculum. She said at her old high school, she didn't have to work that hard. If you don't understand, they would repeat it, repeat it, repeat it until you get bored. Like, yeah, there's no time to go back on things that have been taught. She said since coming to COSAT, she's fallen behind in most of her classes and failed several tests. She was starting to wonder if she belonged here. Sikalela's story raises an important question, and it's one I put to the school's principal, Fadila Cooper. By admitting students who are not well-prepared for such a high-pressure environment, is COSAT doing those students a disservice? Will they simply become discouraged? Mrs. Cooper said she didn't think so. My opinion is that with the correct nurturing and support, we can perform miracles. We've seen it in the past. But in the present, the school is stretched thin. Classes are bigger, resources are scarcer, and teachers are working longer hours. That makes it harder to provide a nurturing, supportive environment that can help students who are struggling. When I spoke to Mrs. Cooper, students were about to take mid-year exams that would indicate how they're doing in this new environment. And it was clear that she was a bit worried about what the tests would show. I'm optimistic but concerned. A short time later, I caught up with Sika Leila in the school courtyard. She was about to take her mid-year physics test. I asked how her studying was going. Well, I studied so much, especially during the weekend. She said she felt comfortable with most of the physics material, except for one section. The electricity topic, I didn't really understand it, but I did work my best. She walked into the classroom and took a seat at her desk. All right, please make sure that you read the instructions carefully, right? The proctor handed out the exams. The test began. All the best. Last week, the grades were in, for all the classes. I again met up with Mrs. Cooper, the principal, to see how the students performed. She flipped through a stack of papers with test scores. The scoring system at COSAT is on a 100-point scale, 
A passing grade is 40 percent, but COSAT wants all of its students to get at least 50 percent in all of their subjects. Looking at the results, Mrs. Cooper said the sophomore class, which has a lot of new students, didn't do very well compared with previous years. If I look at grade 10, we get so many more people scoring less than 50 percent. And that is a worry. I asked her what the school could do about this problem. She said with a limited budget, her hands were tied. She couldn't hire more teachers and couldn't ask current teachers to work more hours. COSAT was already offering Saturday school for students who need extra help. All the school could do, she said, was put the onus on the students and convince them to work harder. The future is in their hands. It's not up to us. It's they, they have to do um, what is required. That message seems to have gotten through to 10th grader Sikalela. On the last day of classes before the mid-year break, I tracked her down at school. I asked how she did on her exams. I did well, but I still need to improve. In physics, she got a 67. Not as high as she had hoped, but better than many of her peers. But most importantly, she said the process of studying hard and seeing the effort pay off taught her that she's capable of more than she thought. I'm just motivated. I I really am motivated. I'm inspired. And I'm going to make time for my books. And she said she also sees the benefit of having teachers who hold her to high standards. Sometimes you need some people to push you. She says she didn't find those people until she got to COSAT. And now she's starting to feel at home here. For The World, I'm Anders Kelto in Cape Town.